Tito's and Shiner Gonna be an all-nighter And I just might find her At the Whataburger line Dance halls and women But man, I'm wishing That I was fishing by the river Howdy, 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 everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Tex-ish, the show about some things, Texas. And some things not. And happy Labor Day to everybody who doesn't have a job anyway. Happy, happy Labor Day, guys. All, all you freelancers out there working anyway. All you freelancers anyway. out there still getting your work in. We we see you. We love you. We, we see you. We you. are you. All you medical workers who also don't get Labor Days Day off, off. And, you know. Choose a different profession. I mean, we see you, uh, and we love you. We see you, we love you, respect you, don't complain. <laughs> no, you, you chose this. You can complain maybe a little bit. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I'll give you a little bit. Complain about insurance, not about the patients. There you go. There we yeah. go. That's, there we go. You heard it here first. All right. We have a <laughs> super fun episode in store for you today, but first, before as always, we get to anything else, as always, our not sponsors. Seth, who is our first not sponsor for today's episode? Our first not sponsor. Keep in mind, they do not sponsor us. They give us no money. And in this case, take my money. <laughs> Mechanics who do shit, they don't have to. Mechanics who do shit, they don't have to. Pulling your car in for an oil change, get ready to replace your whole engine. Mechanics who do shit, they don't have to do. You got a hole in your tire, you got like a little leak in a hose, get ready to get a new car because it's mechanics who do shit they don't have to. Did you just think maybe there was a problem and turns out there's an 80 million of them? Mechanics, mechanics who do shit they don't have to. They're going to kill you on the labor. <laughs> but yeah, you take it to the shop and then they're like, well, 40 people worked on the car. Right. So, and you're uh, like, but five people work here. You're like, but I just needed a new air freshener. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't even take this in the shop. I left it in the right. parking lot. You guy, you put it in the yeah, shop. Yeah, you brought it in the shop. I was I was drunk in a bar. <laughs> they put me. <laughs> they put in me public. in the shit. Yeah, that you had a bit of a yeah. We'll very get yeah. We'll get into that. car maintenance. <laughs> do you want to do yours first? Or do you want to talk about it? Uh, well, mine's oddly kind of related. Is it related? To yours, all right, let's go. Let's go. So our other not sponsor right, for not today's sponsor. episode, no money given to us at all, is blinkers. 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 You're supposed to use them when you turn the car left or right. Blinkers. blinkers. Changing a lane but feel like causing a wreck instead. Blinkers. blinkers. Are you going 80 miles an hour but about to hook that sharp right turn? Blinkers. blinkers. Choose violence. <laughs> Honestly, choose. It's so easy to use. It's just click, 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 just click. It makes a noise, so you know you're using yeah, it, you which know is that nice. It's on, and it's anytime you turn. One of my pet peeves is people who change lanes and turn the blinker on as they're doing it, dude. Or they change lanes and, and then, then turn the yeah. blinker on, and you're like, dude, you can't erase what you just yeah, did. Yeah, you can't just be like, oh. By the way. No, that's fine. You you totally clipped the front of my car, but you use your blinker after, after so you're so fine. So now I know Good you, job. Now I know I know you you're well intentioned. Yes, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um yeah, before we get to our segments, yeah. you, you had a Alexander's had a no good, terrible, horrible day mm-hmm. type of day the mm-hmm. other day. Which is related to some of the bigger stuff we're gonna talk about. But bottom line is uh I had a day where I had zero time to do anything, and I got five or six other very important tasks added on to that time frame. Yeah. And everything went wrong, and then at the end of the day, my car broke down, and it was raining. <laughs> it was the weirdest. You were at least uh, in a parking garage, I was right? at least able to get my car in a parking space, yeah. Okay, so you were uh, covered. I was cut. Co- well, I mean, yes. I, I was getting into the Uber as the rain started pouring down on gotcha. me. And it really was just that nail in the coffin of like... Yeah. How could it get worse? And then it started raining. And now raining. it's torrential da- yeah. downpour. Yeah, it just... It was one of those days where I had a huge project due. I had a different... I had an audition due that was mm-hmm. the same day. Uh, I had somebody I'd help move suddenly because of an emergency. Not yeah. not one of those like, I had agreed to do this and I could cancel Something it. This was like... Something happened at their apartment. This has to happen now. Yeah. Uh, and you're also dog sitting for also our uncle dog sitting an hour, hour north, north of where you live. So I have to be able to get back to the dog after this day. And yeah. so I'm, I've got I've got all these things that have to happen that I have to do, and <laughs> I have to get back to the dog so that like I can take care of an animal. Yeah. So I've got that stress as well. And then the car breaks down, and uh, 
man, let's just say uh, I am very grateful for a family that loves me, for friends that are able and willing to help uh, for, you know, just because I needed it. And mm -hmm. I, I was filled with um, deep anger, but mostly deep gratitude. Yeah, and also screw day. every mechanic on the planet. Dude, uh, and I, I got to say, in fairness, it could have been way worse. And um, I, I think that they ripped me off the least that they they could have but they still ripped you off a little bit i, I would anyone in our audience who has ever had a good yeah. experience at an auto shop let, let us, us know. know because my every experience i've had is like yours the I only take it in for yeah. one thing and there's a cascade of and other then all of a sudden there's a like a waterfall Man. of other thousand dollar issues i can even go back to the first time i ever took this car in for anything they were like oh we got to swap out all the hoses uh, and I was like, okay, because I'm we we aren't car guys. No, That's not our thing. Not it's never guys. been our thing. Not car people. No, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's like, okay, like, would you do this for your Primary car? That's target. always what I ask. It's like, hey, would you do this for your car? Yeah. With us in an auto shop yeah. is also like us in jail. Primary, primary target. target. Just yeah. absolute, just absolute, just, just getting graped. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. I said grape. Um, <clears throat> they could have done a lot more. Fair. Uh, and I, I did. I looked at the guy and I was like, "Which one of these are absolutely necessary?" Yeah. And he pointed at these ones, and I was like, "All right, All right cool. Do those things." I'm gonna trust that you're telling me the truth. But even the uh, fact that you have to be like, "Which ones are necessary?" Right. And then he points at three out of ten things. Right. In my head, I think, dude, just tell me the three things yeah. that you have to do. Exactly. Not don't. Well, maybe they even have learned at this point. I I don't know. I can change my own oil. I can change headlights. Mm -hmm. I've done I've done some small stuff, but I don't know engines well enough to do anything effective and what are you gonna do and it's not like i can check their work skillshare and right exactly and you know maybe i will but like <laughs> n not not in the five minutes that yeah. i i have to do things i was talking to uh, somebody at the gym and it's like look i paid for the convenience yeah. I could I could go out and get all the parts they replaced and do it myself but it would take me a week yeah and at the end of the day i'd save you know 400 bucks or whatever and, well, uh, I mean, it would suck if you tried to do that, couldn't do it, and had to take it to the shop anyway. Exactly, because then maybe I mess up something. Yeah, and now there's more things. And now there's more things. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, bottom line. And then they charge you a service fee for your service. <laughs> and it, you know what? It made me feel a little okay because he was like, I'm going to cut you a break on some of these things. And I looked at the line item, and he did. Like, my oil change cost $5. <laughs> That's nice. Which is like, all right, all cool. Right, thanks, right, cool. man. Cool, cool. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, I saw the discount he put on the spark plugs. You that's know? nice. Um, I, well, it, that's a sign of someone who knows they're ripping somebody off. Though. Right. Like, I know. He, I know. He has to sleep at night, so he's going to give you discounts yeah, yeah. on stuff you don't need anyway. I mean, hey, man. I feel, I feel, I feel as though I could have gotten ripped off more. Okay. So. All right. Although I'm not happy. You have a car now. I'm not angry at the mechanic. There I have a car go. that works that I'm mm -hmm. like I'm confident in my car. Fair. You know, uh, we I'm I'm gonna be driving down to Andrews to take care of uh, mom and dad's puppy. Oh, uh, in a couple weeks. So Texas I, mascot. Yeah, Texas mascot. He's gonna be making some appearances on our page very soon. Oh yeah. Uh, he is. He's so cute. He's have you such seen? A, mom got him a haircut. I know. Yeah, he yeah. Looks so he cute. looks. So he's cute, such man. a cute. He's such a cute little puppy, man. All right. What happened? Anyway. once upon a time in Texas history. Once upon a time. Once upon a time. In Texas history, which is gonna feed right into our small town of the week. As it does. Sometimes. So today, I want to talk about the Republic of Texas Congress. The Republic of Texas Congress. The Republic of Texas Congress was the national legislator of the Republic of Texas, established by the Constitution of the Republic of Texas in 1836 by camera legislator. All sorts of stuff. They they stole a lot from the U.S. Yeah, you know? you know. they were like, "Hey, we like what you're doing. We want to do that, but Texas D different." <laughs> <laughs> so they met uh, for the first time. The first Congress of the Republic of Texas, which convened at Columbia on October 3rd, 1836, was made up of 30 representatives and 14 senators. It's like the, half the state. I know, right? The interim vice president, Lorenzo de Salva, de, de Zavala, de Zavala, there you go, thank you, served as president of the Senate until October 22nd when Mary Boo B. Lamar was inaugurated as vice president and Richard Ellis was elected president pro term, pro tem, oh, oh Dickie Ellis, <laughs> of the Senate. Ira Ingram was elected speaker and throughout history, the Republic of Texas has had nine congresses in total. Mostly, I just want to point out that on October 3rd, 1836, we had the first congress, the first of the Republic of Texas, congress of the Republic the of Texas, the first of nine. Nice. I also want to point out, uh, Texas didn't stay independent that long. Yeah, like it, it, <laughs> it was pretty soon that we were like, oh, 
Oh, uh, we, uh, uh, we, we need more. We need more. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings us to West Columbia, Texas. West Columbia. So it's West Columbia. It's West Texas. Columbia. Okay. Yeah, so check it out. West Columbia is a city in Brazoria County in the U.S. Okay. The city is centered on the intersection of Texas Highway 35-36, 55 miles southwest of downtown Houston. So very close to Houston. Okay, all right. Where they eventually move the capital yeah. for a little bit there. For a moment. For a moment. For, for a while. Yeah. For a while. The first Congress met there on October 3rd, 1836. There you go. And Columbia was established in 1826 by Joshua Josiah Hughes when the town was laid out two miles west of Marion, later known as East Columbia. Okay. Columbia was briefly the capital of the Republic of Texas from September to December 1836, so just a few months. They really shat the bed on that, I guess. Dude, the Republic of Texas was kind of a shit show. Well, it was very fickle. It was very fickle. And there were so the fun part is there were so many competing powers. Yeah. It was like the US on steroids. Well there were no parties. There were no parties. There were a few guys. There were a few dudes, most of whom didn't actually like each other. Like Sam Houston, Stephen F. Austin, Mary Booby Lamar. They hated each other. other. And they all had their They all had competing political views, all those things. So one of the reasons I chose this town is not just because it hosted the first Congress, it's because it's uh it's where Stephen F. Austin died. Oh. Yeah. So Stephen F. Austin died at the home of George B. McKin- McKinstry in Columbia on December 27th, 1836. That's fun. Isn't oh, wait, fun? he died. So he, died he died right yeah, after, right after the first Congress of the As Republic soon of as he died, they moved the Capitol. <laughs> <laughs> Something tells me that they were waiting for this. I know, right? Uh, the town, which became known as West Columbia, saw its commerce decline after the government moved away. I wonder why. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> By 1928, the town's population rose to 2,500. Wow. Oh. But the ill effects of the Great Depression caused a number of re- residents to fall to about 1,000 in 1940. Nice. <laughs> I just here's what I love: like commerce yeah. fell when the government left. When the government left. <laughs> Meanwhile, 55 miles away, Houston's the second biggest city in the country. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if Houston's ever like, "Hey, Columbia." Hey, Columbia. Check. Uh, yeah. Uh, you uh, having a rough time there? So check it out. Uh, this I also thought this was kind of interesting. West Columbia is a general law municipality, like approximately 75 percent of Texas cities are. As a general law city, West Columbia must operate according to specific state statutes prescribing powers and duties. City council is composed of five council members and a mayor elected at large to two-year terms in nonpartisan elections. The day-to-day operations of West Columbia fall to a full-time city manager. So that's just like kind of fun to learn about how the law actually yeah. operates, how also, cities... Three-fourths of our towns... Have three, to, fully three-fourths. ...have to run on that model. Have to run on that model. That's interesting. That's one of those that's interesting, interesting right? because it's just like we just decided that that's a thing. Yeah. You have, have a little trouble uh, there, my, uh, for those For those <laughs> listening at home, my mic arm is falling yeah. off the table. You just got to tighten it. There you go. So for those of uh, for those of you listening at home, we have um, but we have reverted back to the treehouse at our gym. Yep. Uh, we are in limbo, uh, as it were. But we know where we're going. But we know where we're going. And we know how to get there. And so, it's gonna be a lot of fun. So I, I hope you guys stay stay for the ride so here. Stay tuned. Uh, would you like to hear about our Texas badass of the week? I would like to hear about our Texas badass. So, I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna top last week's though. Last week's was amazing. Last this week's was one pretty of those, cool. Uh, he will shock you. He'll probably make you a little mad, but okay. it's also another rendition of Texas Man. Texas Man. Texas Man. I love Texas Man. Breaks segments. into animal shelter to free 150 dogs, then steals van. Uh-huh. So here we go. Hold on, hold on. So he he broke into the animal shelter, freed the dogs, freed the dogs, then stole a the van. Stole a van. How did he get the all shelter? the dogs in the? Well, he okay, didn't, okay. He, he didn't put them in the van. I'm getting ahead of myself. So, so you hear that and you think, oh, PETA or some sort mm-hmm. of animal rights activist. The story makes this sound more like a tweaker. Okay. So this was less about making a statement and, and more, more about, about finding meth. Out of your mind. Okay, fair. A Texas man broke into an animal shelter and freed over 150 dogs inside the building this past weekend in Abilene, of course, mm-hmm. according to officials. The Abilene Police Department said they found one of the canines dead and several others injured after yeah. fighting with each other. The wow. 38-year-old suspect reportedly climbed the fence that surrounded the Abilene-Taylor County Animal Services in the early hours of Friday, August 26. According to a Facebook post from the police department, the man entered the shelter through the roof yeah. and opened many of the cages on the canine side. Yeah. 
of the over 150 dogs freed. Many of the canines escaped the property through an outside gate, which required animal shelter crews to attempt to locate them outside the property grounds. Police said the man caused damage to the inside of the building near the office area, as well as on the roof where he entered. Officials said the man then fled the scene by stealing a van owned by the shelter. It was re later recovered in North Abilene. Detectives picked up a male matching the description of a possible suspect and brought him into the station for questioning hours after the break-in. George Paul Jones was officially arrested and charged with the break-in, animal cruelty, and theft of a motor vehicle, and he's in jail now. Yeah. Wow. Texas man. I was pretty sure his name was going to be William Wallace. <laughs> Freedom! Freedom! Yeah. Oh, man, he was charged with animal cruelty. Yes. For freeing the animal. For freeing the animal. I mean, here's it doesn't say whether or not this is a kill shelter. Oh, fair, fair. Or not, or an adoption shelter. Yeah, yeah. Again, not very well thought out, which is no. not shocking. Mm -hmm. uh, Methods rarely think things through. Think things through. Kind of impressive when you think of having to get over a fence on I, top of a building. Here's the thing. Tweakers gonna tweak. Tweakers gonna tweak. And uh, you gotta, like, the Nazis were taking meth to be super soldiers. Like, yeah. he was essentially, that's basically, you know, the modern yeah. day Captain America yeah. super serum yeah, is exactly. meth. Yeah. Like, people on meth can do pretty much anything. And he did. Have so, you ever seen videos of uh, cops taking down meth heads? When they, like, tase them. When they them tase and them they with, don't and they down. don't go down. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's nuts, wild. right? Yeah, have you seen videos of cops? <laughs> just feel like that's going. Yeah, yeah. In a different room. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, dude, Texas man strikes again. Yeah. Quick on the cops. Don't you think it's hilarious that, like, so Trump's Mar-a-Lago was invaded by the FBI? Right, right. And they, all the right-wingers are like, screw the FBI. But right. all the left-wing people are like, we love the We love, <laughs> we love the, the FBI. Yeah, yeah. And it's like a year it's ago, like, wait, wasn't didn't this swapped? This, wasn't this? You guys are all idiots. We like the police now? Oh, yeah, crap. Uh, I love sitting in the middle and just watching Dude, these people be it's stupid. It's really funny. Um, well, even, like, so, uh, again, the the... The media bias is interesting, right? Oh, yeah. Um, there was a great example of photo bias. Whenever Biden gave his speech, all the right wing outlets did the close up of him with the red background. Oh yeah, and they're which like, was really like, I mean, it's it looked crazy. Yeah, right? it looked pretty ominous. All the all the left wing outlets did the the wide picture uh -huh. where it was red, white, and blue. Yep. And, <laughs> and you're like, oh, it's a speech. Well, again, so and in that picture, you know, the, yeah. the left wing is America, yeah. America, yay. yay, and the right wing is like, this he's is a Nazi. Nazi. He's <laughs> <laughs> which wasn't the. Yeah, like, what, like, what's this? <laughs> like, aren't you guys just doing the opposite? Oh, man. Uh, so uh, it's dumb. insane. So dumb. The world so, is for nuts. those of you still listening, after yeah, we just after probably we... <laughs> offended. Literally both sides. Probably both sides. Yeah, I yeah. love offending both sides. You're all stupid. <laughs> and you're all puppets. Anyone who's just fully on one side, you're a freaking moron. Man, if your identity is a political party, don't be my friend. Please don't. Um, you made a video mm -hmm. that didn't offend anybody. Oddly enough, somebody has got to have been offended Maybe. or at least think it's dumb. Um, uh, in our experience, when people are offended, they tell us. True. That's very true. And, so, not, and I did uh, release it on a Friday evening, so uh, we'll see if, if the next week brings fallout. <laughs> like after, <laughs> like after, after pe day. once people actually Just get back on their phone. Over right, people, exactly. Um, but it, it's part of a larger conversation that yes, you it is. I have had before. We just had it again yeah. down in the sauna. Down in the sauna. I had it yesterday bit. a little bit. And um, we, we, we ended on a funny part that I want to get to. Yeah, yeah. But oh, what was the video and what really inspired it right. for those who haven't seen it? <laughs> well, the thing that inspired it is I was just, I was really sick of 20-year-old uh, life coaches telling <laughs> you to do hard things sitting in an ice bath. Yeah, that that's, one gets... I mean, honestly, that's that's the entire reason that I was thinking about those things. <laughs> and I, I even, uh, I had posted a poll at one point. Hey, I saw the poll. Yeah, and that, that was like, all right. One person was like, "Yeah, I love those videos," uh, which is like, I get it. It's some some people really but even enjoy. Even if it's one person, I'm not. It like I would press yes yeah. just to tick you off. Sure, sure. Like that could have been someone messing with you. It could have been. Um, and and you know, but everybody pretty like resoundingly was like, "Yeah, this is a weird trend. <laughs> this is a weird thing." So I decided to to do my take on it, yeah. right? And. The summary of it is we should challenge ourselves so that we build trust and confidence in ourselves that when hard things actually happen, 
we know that we're going to get through it mm-hmm. and have the ability to have perspective. Have the mental like, fortitude. Exactly. Have the ability to stay present. Right. Have the ability to stay calm. And, I, you know, I was thinking a lot about it because of my bad day. Mm-hmm. And because of the things I do throughout the week mm-hmm. to challenge myself, it wasn't as bad as it could have been. Yeah. You, you, I love the phrase you told me when you're having the mm-hmm. day and you're having a really bad day. having a really bad day, guys. And, and you just said, I'm not going to let this beat me. Yeah. This won't beat this me. This won't beat me. Yeah. I, I was frustrated with myself because I was frustrated mm-hmm. and I couldn't stop being frustrated. Mm-hmm. But I knew it would be over. And I knew that of you know i i had perspective i knew that of all the hard things in the world it wasn't the hardest and i knew that i would get through every piece of it Mm -hmm. and the reason i knew that is because i do challenge myself in various ways but what i did want to get to is like some of these some of these people aggrandize suffering they make a spectacle they make a spectacle out of it they 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 really push doing painful things to your body Mm -hmm. and they never seem to talk about the other side of this, mm-hmm. which is challenging yourself in mental ways, in emotional ways, in spiritual ways, building little victories, ways. relational ways. It always seems to be, oh, who can stay in the sauna the longest? Mm-hmm. Who can do the hardest workout? Yeah, Those things are easy mm-hmm. because you know they're going to end because you don't have to think about it. Yep. All it really takes to get through an ice bath is not getting refusing out. to move. Yeah, Is it painful? Yes. But it's going to end, mm-hmm. and gonna it's, out. you're going to get out in less than 10 minutes, usually. Mm-hmm. And it's not that cool. And it's also, there's a point of diminishing returns where you're actually hurting yourself. Yeah. And the entire concept here is that it's harder to know when to stop than to just push through. Well, it's harder It's harder to have the humility mm-hmm. to know when to stop or even to know when to not start. And for people like me, it's actually harder to take a week off the gym when your mm-hmm. body needs rest yeah. than it is to push through the pain. Mm-hmm. And, I, and that's really what I wanted wanted to talk about yeah. is there are there is a brand of motivational speaker. There is a brand of fitness influencer that constantly talks about Beating yourself up, yeah. pushing through the pain, doing all of these things. I, d- I did it even though I didn't want even to. Even though I didn't want to, yeah. uh, making it painful. And man, it is a privilege to be able to come to the gym with people I love, mm-hmm. to exercise my fully functioning body. That is a privilege. Mm-hmm. That is easy. Yeah. What's hard is waking up at 4 a.m. to work your first job so that you can get to your second job on time and send money back to your family that lives in a different country yeah. and doing that seven days a week with no breaks. What's That's hard, hard is living in a different country. Yeah. Period. Or yeah. What, what's hard is being a mom. Yeah. What, what's Honestly, hard is raising kids is well. Like literally uh, having, a, having a child. Yeah. Like I, not to sound super feminist because sure. I don't think I'm super... I am feminist, but not in the way that... Right. I get you. But I, I, I thought of this the other day because I was thinking about... I was thinking about having kids, one, mm-hmm. but I was also thinking about, like, my sister-in-law, who's a wonderful mother and yeah, has yeah. the cutest baby I've oh ever seen. Oh, my gosh. Um, was that thinking, thing is so cute. <laughs> that thing is so cute. That thing is adorable. Um, was thinking about our mom. Yeah. And just thought of, like, that's the hardest thing. Moms. Yeah. Like, dads can basically be, like... I'm there for my kid and then a little bit more and then I go to work. Right. There's a different hard there, but but it it is undeniably difficult to be a good mother. Moms give up sometimes their job that they went to school for, that they have worked hard for, have worked hard to get into. They give that up. They have a child. Mm -hmm. And then they have to deal for pretty much the rest of their life with loving this thing so unconditionally but feeling guilty when they hate it because it's being a shithead well because it's taking away from their individuality in their life yeah Yeah. exactly like that's hard that's hard 10 minutes in an ice bath is Is so easy it's stupid stupid easy it's stupid and it's easy yeah um (laughs) it's like what are you doing yeah what do you and and the you know um the, the example i used in the sauna today is like how many people do we know who have like a three hour morning routine and if they don't do it, they're like, oh, I, yeah, I missed I, my, my... My energy's off. My, my energy's off. It's like, motherfucker, like, just do your job. Just do your job. The, is it that hard for you? Is it so hard for you to just wake up and go to work that you have to procrastinate mm-hmm. and, and self-masturbate? Yeah. Like, this this motivation... <laughs> mm-hmm. It's 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 motivational masturbation. That's what yeah, it is. that's all it is. And it's ego-stroking. It's ego-stroking. It's, <laughs> it's you feel as if... Yeah. You... It, 
those types of people give this perception of like I am above. Right. I suffer more. They're than, like I'm. I'm optimal. I'm You're optimal. not optimal. You you take four hours a day to <laughs> just like navel gaze yeah. and you know stroke your you ego take four hours a day to breathe which is right. something the which guy is, at 7-eleven does yeah. when he's standing at the clerk for 12 hour shifts yeah and do you that, know it's not optimal like dropping four thousand dollars on a red light yeah that's not mm-hmm. optimal that's, not that's optimal. stupid that's very you're an idiot <laughs> that's fiscally irresponsible yeah um and that as we were talking we literally started making this joke of like Imagine the suffering if you just did your job well. How how hard would that Imagine be? Imagine how hard it would be yeah. to just show up at your job, not complain about it, yeah. do it with excellence. And I, you kind of caught me here because yeah. I said. Imagine doing your job well and then also having a side hustle. I caught you, yeah. And you're like, no, 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 no. no. Imagine just doing your job. Imagine just doing and your the, job. The suffering that and f- would, how hard that. How would hard be. you would have to work to find fulfillment in that mm-hmm. and not complain. In, in a job that you maybe internally don't enjoy. Sure. But how the suffering of like doing it well, yeah. Not complaining, not gossiping about anybody mm-hmm. you work with, like. There is there is a truth to there the maybe the hardest thing the worthwhile pursuit is actually finding fulfillment in your vocation yeah in interesting ways full stop period right. end of story how many people do we know who actually do that our dad yeah uh, our mom mm-hmm. the older generation maybe I'm trying like, really hard to think of like a I don't know year old I don't know many people here. Yeah. Um, our friend Colton, maybe. Um, I would put Colton on. I would list. put him in there. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, yikes! Come on, man. Dave. Dave. There you go. I'll, I'll, put I'll put Dave on that Dave list. On that I'll list. put Dave on that list for sure. Um, I'm just obviously we're having to think about it because yeah. everybody we know has like a side hustle. Or uh, yeah, and that's great. And that's awesome. We have side hustles. We have side hustles. Uh, but again, it's it's that thing of. The hard thing is not doing all these things. It's not pushing your body to its limits. The hard thing is stepping back, taking control of your life, being present. And silently being present. And silent and not turn and not making pre- a thing about it. Yeah, don't turn being present into a coaching business. Dude, oh my god. Just be present. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm I'm glad again, we had it's, that moment. It's the just... whole. I'm I'm glad I did too. I people seemed to resonate with it, which again surprised me. It made me feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, I only it, it was partially just a childish outburst of like, stop ice bathing and pretending like it's hard. <laughs> it's not hard. It's not. Hard. Uh, you're not hard. Also, you're not. Yeah, being in, sitting in ice for however long sure. makes you neither weak nor strong. It yeah. just makes you cold. It just makes you cold. That's and that that could be helpful depending on like yeah. what your goals are. When you're running a hundred mile weeks, it feels good. Yeah, like and yeah. it's okay to enjoy an ice bath. Just don't make a reel of you doing it. Yeah, every time. And be like, look at look at look you at know. how hard I am. Suffering. I do hard things. This is hard. Da 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 da. And, and not, it's like not it's, to sound like a dick. Sure. But if we're gonna talk about physically hard things, mm-hmm. go run a hundred miles. Mm-hmm. Go hike the Appalachian Trail. It's actually hard. Go deadlift 600 pounds. Yeah. Like. Those things are hard. Do things that are in the upper echelon of physically hard. Don't yeah. sit in a nice bath and max out your bench and be like. Well, and I'll even I'll even go a step further on like, you know, do do the hard thing, train for it properly, and then do the really hard thing and step back from it and give your body the rest it needs. I mean, I'll, I'll double down. And yeah. At me. Yeah. Do the hard thing. And don't talk about it. Mm. I think it's okay to talk about the thing itself and the experience as long as you're not aggrandizing the component of like... It was hard. Listen, Goggins has helped a lot of people get off the couch and that is awesome and I'll respect him for that. But, dude, you're wrong. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, sir, but you your approach is ultimately going to lead you to a place of suffering and unhappiness because well, because gonna, you don't know how to function without suffering he's gonna die without friends and there's a great there's a great quote it's um pain is inevitable suffering is a choice yeah yeah well and that was my my whole thing during the leadville training was yeah like this is a choice yeah what i'm doing right now and it's gonna something hurt i signed up for yeah but you weren't aggrandizing the suffering yeah. it, we there, we we lift up the feet there was no suffering in and it. we <laughs> celebrate the completion of the task yeah it's you know 
it was fun. Yeah. Like, there was no stuff. Like it was a choice, and and we you said that many times whenever we were hanging out that week, and mm. you know. Anybody listening who disagrees, like, please, I, yeah. you know, give me the alternate, you know, give me the mm-hmm. alternate. But all these, all these stimulus, it's just feedback. Mm-hmm. Don't make it more than it is. Yeah, exactly. I like that part. Don't yeah. make it more than Don't it make is. it more than it is. If you're ice bathing for five minutes, you ice bath. You for ice five bath minutes. for five minutes. If you did a hard cardio workout, you did a hard cardio. And I'm going to be the first to say that your first ice bath is an accomplishment yeah. because you you had to convince yourself that the cold you were going to experience would pay off more than your aversion to mm-hmm. that cold. Yeah. Well, not like having a routine in which you take care of your body, your mind, yeah. your soul. That is also difficult. It's difficult. Like getting into a routine. Yeah. May, having but once discipline. it's a routine, the hard part isn't the routine. <laughs> the hard part is when you have to deviate. Yeah. And not being a little complaining. There's this, uh, there's that 75 hard, you know, yeah. Um, and I challenged uh, somebody who had just completed it. I was like, all right, cool. You did 75 hard or whatever. And it, this was not somebody who needed it to like create that type of momentum. Yeah. This was somebody who was like, I'm going to do a hard thing. Yeah. And I was like, all right, cool. You did that hard thing. How about this? Take a week and keep your heart rate below 120. You're <laughs> not allowed to touch a weight. You can only walk or like meditate. No, mm-hmm. no. If you do yoga, it can't be hot yoga. <laughs> it has to be restorative. Yeah. And and they looked at me and they were like, I, I don't I don't think I could do that. They would it, implode. It would have been harder for them to mm-hmm. reset and rest than to push and push and push and, I and think, push. Here, here's a thought: Do you think? Because I even think of that week and think I yeah. would have a hard time with that. Yeah, I'll, I would have a. Hard I'll admit, time I'd have a hard time doing that. Do you think that people with that mentality, right? Yeah. That already established routine yeah. and just the mentality of. Hard, hard, got to be hard. Mm-hmm. Will, it, will it be harder for them to also inject or take away meaning from a week of doing nothing? I think so. Like, do you think in a lot of ways it's so much easier to create meaning out of hard things or to to walk away from a hard experience, right. be it a five-minute ice bath or a mm-hmm. whatever it is? It's easier to think there was meaning to this. I learned this from this. Mm-hmm. It's easier to inject meaning into things that, that we perceive as difficult uh, mm-hmm. body-wise, like painful. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so so it's it's that thing of, and now I'm going to start talking my, out of my ass a little bit, um, <laughs> but it's like we said, if you identify, like, your, if your whole identity is a political party, mm-hmm. I don't want to be your friend. Yeah. If your whole identity is doing hard things and pushing yourself, I don't know that I want to be your friend. I don't want to be your friend. Um, you shouldn't be so wrapped up in that as you. Mm-hmm. That you can't step back and realize, well, I could probably perform better if I took a week off here yeah. and, and I would, did these things. I would maybe actually feel better about myself. Like, and I might, and I think we're scared to give ourselves love mm-hmm. and give ourselves attention. Okay, Aubrey. <laughs> wow, that hurt a little bit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I, and I only mean that from the perspective of. It is difficult to, in, in, for me, and this yeah. is, you know, again, I'm talking out of my ass a little bit here. It is difficult for me to to give myself credit mm-hmm. when I am in a state of rest. Yeah. I so my, I don't feel worthy of anything. I I have a hard time not proving myself to myself. Yeah. When, when I'm just resting, it's so hard to just to feel valuable to feel like I don't have to prove anything mm-hmm. I don't have to do something I don't have to do something to yeah. feel accomplished or to feel loved or to validate yeah. the love that I already have and it's it also might partially be uh, it might be because pursuing these like lifting heavy weight running fast that's mm-hmm. so, that's so exciting mm-hmm. there's so much to do like i yeah. got to accomplish it mm-hmm. but if you're if your goal is to increase you know your mobility or or feel better right um that's boring yeah it takes longer <laughs> and it takes a lot and it takes it a lot longer feel it doesn't give you a dopamine hit yeah whenever if you, you're if you do an hour long mobility session mm-hmm. With with no like no intensity, no mm-hmm. you don't walk away feeling like you did. You don't anything. feel like you accomplished anything. Yeah, yeah. And and I mean back to it's stuck at running fast. That's exciting. Yeah. Why shouldn't doing my job well be exciting? Be exciting. Why, why why shouldn't 
why shouldn't performing in my one job, mm-hmm. doing my task as excellent as possible, having great relationships with my peers, my yeah. bosses, whatever it is, why can't that be exciting? And, well, and I, I do think there are people out there that yeah. that's exciting, but... Why do you think? I... From where I sit right now, I think it's because work is a daily thing, right? That there's mm-hmm. no goal, really. There's just do your job. Sure. Do, do your job, make money, go die. Um, sure. That, that I mean, honestly, that... Yeah, I, I mean, that's been, that's reductive, but yeah, that's... That's been my mentality lately. Yeah. So how do and you how do you shift that? I need to shift it by going back to, like, when I went in, came into the workforce mm-hmm. almost five years ago. Wow. Uh Honestly, my intention was like put a hand to the plow and be somebody, be a worker who can be proud of their work every day. And I think you are. I am, I'm still that way, yeah. but the past year I've been doing too much. And yeah. so yeah, the yeah. level of excellence at which I can do one thing is diminished because in You're reality, doing I'm doing things. a lot of things yeah. flailing for some sort of internal validation that I just get from you, that yeah. I just have from my wife, that I just yeah. have from God. Yeah. And I mean, that's been something I've been sitting with, not just in this conversation, but since Leadville ended, just really thinking through, I I need to get back to doing one thing really well and being proud of it yeah. instead of trying to accomplish a, fifth, plethora, of a plethora of things that I yeah. want to accomplish, but it's I've got to move slower and you I've yeah. got to be more calculated and I've got to stop. We talked about it on last week's episode, like something that was very life changing for me at Leadville was being surrounded by my community mm-hmm. and finally realizing that, oh, I'm loved. Yeah. From everybody we met, from uh, from Darian to mm-hmm. Hella, everybody. And I love these people. Like, yeah, I love these people. There, there is love here. There was so much love, good, whatever you want to call it, good energy, yeah. love. Uh, <laughs> it that, was love. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It was love. There was the so much stuff. love. It was love. There was so much love in that community that it made me want to start running. Yeah, and like just that moment being surrounded by family and just realizing like. I don't have to I don't have to do and or accomplish all these things. Yeah, and you don't you don't have to be in you don't have to suffer. I don't have to su- I don't have to suffer and I don't have to suffer my way to the top right. of whatever the cuz when we podcast. Yeah. No matter what, this is one of my favorite things on the Absolutely. planet. Absolutely. I'll do it no matter what, but there is that thing in me that's like yeah. this has to be the best podcast ever made and i think that's a good i think it's good to want to make something as yeah. good as you can but it can so quickly turn into like so, so what are become, all the things i'm going to sacrifice yeah. to make this podcast right. monetary and like yeah us be faint or with running. and that was never the point that's never been the point with running what are all the like all the runs i can do and the mm-hmm. races i can do that just bash my body and by the yeah. end of my life i'll be known as one of the better ultra and you you learned that lesson already with yeah. the DNF uh, mm-hmm. that you that you did of of trying to like pushing yourself as hard as you could yeah. doing the most runs the fastest runs does nothing doesn't um, doesn't work and and with with work like not not putting my hat on like I worked this many hours and right. it was this hard but putting my hat on like I did my work meticulously and I cared about it yeah even though I didn't want to, like. Right, even the though suffering at work is, I care about this, even though I'm having to make myself care about it. Sure, and shutting up about it. Well, and there, the easy metric for me on the outside is how many people in your position have such good relationships with their clients that they, when they purchase a, a, an airplane, they take a route that puts them fueling in, in the tiny the Colorado town. Dangerous right? airports. Right? To, to land, land in. Just so, so they can cool. say hi. Yeah, it was cool. That was yeah. great. That's amazing. I'm not good at a lot of things. I'm great at relationships. You are. Look, I know. Don't downplay it. That's a superpower. I I am. I admire that because mm. it's my weakness. And I I I so I so lift up how people interact with you. Like I heard you on the phone the other week. Mm-hmm. One of your authors set up set up dinner. You know, they're yeah. like, well, we're going to be in town at this point, and we have to meet up and get dinner. I promise you, there are so many people in your position who don't have that relationship. That's fair. And, you know, I mean, like, we can even point to the value that 
you know, you bring people so much value, they gift you things that you have to get, <laughs> that you have to get <laughs> a to bank a, vault a for. bank vault for, yeah, shouts out Pat, Pappy Slocum. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, uh, I appreciate that. Well, yeah, and, uh, and all, of, all of this to say, you don't get awards for suffering. There is no award for suffering. There's, in our economy, right, like, let's talk about the intention economy. Mm. Currently, there's a tension reward for it. Sure. There but is, this, you're talking about, um, I have the most trauma, right? The trauma. Well, Olympics. there's the trauma one. Like I've been through the most. I, sure. It's that thing at youth camp where like you're going in a circle and you're like, <laughs> you're one upping each oh, other's yeah. suffering story. Right. So there's the trauma Olympics, but even in the phys- like in yeah. the fitness realm, like I did, I run every single day, mm-hmm. no matter what, or I lift every single day, no matter what. I I like. The hard thing is not doing it every single day. The hard thing would be. Like, like if you had to break your streak, yeah. What the, would that do to you? The hard thing would be if you know people are watching, yeah, and you're getting paid for it, yeah, and you finally just say, "Not today." I can't do it I today. I cannot do it. Today. My child is being born. I have to be there for my <laughs> wife. I am. I'm not doing it today. It that that would be the hard choice, and right? that w- that would be suffering. That would be actually. I mean, that would go. actually be painful. Yeah, is letting go of that ego. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah. yeah. So And you would have to choose not to suffer for it. <laughs> and it would be very difficult. Yep. And that was my whole point yeah, with just, with, you know, your ice bath isn't hard, dude. Your ice bath isn't hard. Childbirth is hard. Shut up. <laughs> your ice bath isn't hard. There are other things that are hard. Go do those things. Go do those things and pursue pursue challenges that build trust in yourself so mm-hmm. that when life happens, you can handle it. I like it. Yeah. Oh, I like it. Anyway. What what is <laughs> it's completely like go back. Sure, there please. Say, what is one hard thing that you want to do in the next year? So I have two that I want to complete before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, are I'm these a, your kitsugis? Because you can't talk. Yeah, about I can't it. talk about those, but you know what they are. I know. What so they are. I I still have plans to to complete to those. Do those. Okay. Uh, so within the next year, though, mm-hmm. um, I would like my like my physically hard thing. Mm-hmm. Would be uh, I've been looking at at the the dragon's uh, the dragon spine or the dragon's backbone in Wales. It's like it's a five day ultra. Uh, Jesus. And it it sounds super interesting and fun. I'm out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> uh, and I think I think I can do it because it would like because it's five days and it's okay. I think it's like 150 miles. Um, so it's like a stage. It's a stage. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think it's possible. Um, I I don't. I don't have confidence I could actually do a hunt like a hundred miles in a row. Yeah, but if you broke uh, it up. But if I broke it up, I'm pretty sure I can get there. Yeah. Um, especially with like the hiking mm-hmm. and whatever. Um and I think it'd be cool. Nice. The uh the thing that I'm talking like the actual, you know, mental, spiritual, like mm-hmm. that type of hard thing is going to be I need to gift myself alone time and travel. Yeah. And yeah. it's gonna be real hard mm-hmm. uh because I'm gonna feel like I'm letting you down. Uh, by not being here, I'm gonna feel like I'm uh, not uh, performing. You know, I'll, I'll be out of the gym. Like mm-hmm. uh, I'll be, you know, trying to figure out other ways mm-hmm. that are restorative. Um, I'll be exploring myself, and mm-hmm. that's something I've avoided. Yeah. Um, for but, I mean, you even say you feel like you're letting me down. What What was my response two days ago when you said I think I need to do? Yeah. I, I think I need to go this place in this place. Yeah. What was my response? Your response. Your immediate response was, "I'll believe it when I, I'll see." It. When I see it, I'll believe it. Uh, Which and, is, I meant that as encouragement. Yeah, I yes. literally meant it as like, I know that you're hesitant to go. Yeah. My exact words were, I trust that you're going to go. Yeah. That was after I, that, yeah. Because I, I realized that probably sounded Sounded, me. yeah. I meant it as like, I trust that you're going to go. Right. But I will believe it when I and see it, it. it wasn't a judgment. It was an, I know my brother, mm-hmm. and I know that you're going to beat yourself up for not being here. <laughs> yeah. But this, I'm doing it publicly now. Yeah. Go. So that's going to be the hard, that's going to be my hard thing is, yeah. is gifting myself that freedom. Mm-hmm. And like fully giving it to yourself. Mm-hmm. And not, not being here. Mm-hmm. Being like when I, when I do actually leave, mm-hmm. being present there and yeah. not feeling guilty. That's actually going to be hard. Yeah. Um, and I, I think I can accomplish it. I think, yeah, I believe uh, that we'll you see. can accomplish it. Yeah. Heck yeah. What about you? Because I know you've purposely not been thinking about the physical <laughs> thing. Um, been trying not to think about the physical But things. like, 
do you know what your uh, what your hard thing is that you're resisting? Like like in the war of art, right? We mm-hmm. know that the thing we're resisting is giving us information. So what are you resisting spiritually, mentally mm-hmm. uh, that you need to do that isn't physical? Yeah. I... It's it's one of two things, if not two of two things. Mm-hmm. It's seeing fully giving Texas Creative mm-hmm. its full chance. Yeah, and we have some, we have something in we the works that the works. could be that. And for me, it is going to be like logistically buckling down and figuring out if we get this project. How do I coordinate with my wife mm-hmm. schedule wise? And how do I just have the balls to say, I might have to go do this yeah. project for five days. Having the guts to ask for money, like having yeah. the guts when the time comes to say, this will cost money. Like right. if we go do this project, you're paying for it. Yeah. We're beyond the point where we can pay Juan to, to like do his thing and, yeah, and pay like, for, you know. So the hard thing will be like leaning almost away from my let's be friends tendency and sure. actually being a business person, person yeah. and making this project happen in a way that it's professionally mm-hmm. done, professionally executed mm-hmm. and paid and prof- provides like value for the are, person. Who's we paying. are, we are paid yes. as professionals. Yes. Um, cause the easy thing to do would be, Oh, let's go make this stuff and it'll yeah. be fun. It'll be fun. Yeah. And then we'll just give it to you yeah. because that's, that's who we are. That's who we are. Like actually having real meetings and real deadlines and real legit, like mm-hmm. buckling, making the logistics deck mm-hmm. that I need to make and I'm going to make. It's on my calendar. Yeah. Um, do you need help with that by the way? I'm going to make a draft and I'll send it okay, to y'all. Cool. Um, but so, and that's going to be hard. Like be hard. mentally, that's going to be a stretch. It will be scary from a like, how do I coordinate this with my current mm-hmm. job and like maintain my current job and do yeah. that with excellence, but also give give this thing that's not a thing yet a chance to yeah. be a thing. Do you um, think? Do you think the hardest part of uh, this current of, of pursuing Texas creative mm-hmm. um, is going to be the the moments where you have to leave physically? the project to take care of your other responsibilities. Yeah, hundred percent. Or, yeah. or just knowing like of the three of us, mm-hmm. I have the least ability to be fully engaged. Right. You have the least freedom. I have the uh, least freedom of all. Yeah. Um, and that, that, that alone irks. Like I feel anxiety sure. when that, like trying to be mentally five places makes everybody anxious. That's anxiety. Right. Um, that That's what that, it is. That is yeah. anxiety. Anxiety is not being uh, here. And I'm yeah. not one of those like anxiety trauma people. No, no. But, but Honestly, the, you know, we, we can be realistic about what anxiety and stress is and sure. not, and not do the, it. <laughs> there you go. And not aggrandize yeah. suffering. Yeah. 98% of people with anxiety, fuck off. You're just doing too much. <laughs> um, yeah. Like you can say this is anxiety without going to a right. therapist. That's anxiety. That's anxiety, yeah. And it makes you anxious. It makes me anxious. There I know go. that doing this project is probably going to make me it's pretty gonna anxious. It's going to pull some of that stuff up. It's going to pull some of that up. Yeah. And just dealing with it and not shying away from the project yeah. or manipulating the project in a way that like you guys have to do a lot and I do very little. Sure. Just so that I feel comfortable. Right. Um, but also but also trusting us that yeah. when it, that that we won't blame you for things that you cannot do or be there exactly. for. Exactly. And, and leaning into that. Tr- right. Leaning, leaning into, into the trust. That love that's the, of, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there it is. you guys love me even if I can't yeah. do these three things. Right. But I'm doing these five things. Yeah. So that and then. God, trusting other people is so hard. So hard, it's man. It's so hard. So hard. And finishing my UX design course. Sure. Within the time frame that yeah. I want to get it done just to see like. What is, that is, is this like. something I enjoy? Yeah. Is this like mentally stretching myself a mm-hmm. little bit? <laughs> that this that's me. Well, right? What sparked the you? I'm curious. What sparked the UX thing? Just having a more um, hard skill. Yeah, um, yeah. We're not talking about it too much. Okay, we should yeah. probably wrap up. But oh yeah, well, fair enough. As somebody who's a decent writer and has mm-hmm. a portfolio of copywriting done, and also the way copywriting has worked the past few years, I naturally have a portfolio of what I understand wireframes. Right. I understand. Yeah. I understand design. Yeah seeing the landscape of like 
oh, it's the UX guys that get paid the most. Yeah. And that's a more hard skill. Right, because you have to know a little bit of coding. You have to know a little bit of software engineering. And you have to know how to communicate those things. Yes. And so I'm aware of, like, I'm an excellent communicator. Yeah, absolutely. I'm amazing at communication. If it's I can your forte. get a little bit of a hard, a hard skill, skill yeah. attached to that, just being more marketable, frankly, as a... Yeah. As, a, as an entity. As an entity, as, like, yeah. a professional, like... Yeah, I I I make pretty good money right now. Yeah, I want to make more. Yeah, and and, and just, you're gonna have to add some hard skills on your adding, soft skills. Just adding some hard skills onto the soft skills. I know. As so. as creatives, as writer, as like creative <laughs> copywriters, our yeah. all of our skills are soft. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, all of them. Well, it's also just frustrating. Yeah. When it's, just finally the light bulb went off like oh the ux and ui guys are making twice as much yeah. as the with half as much work with half as much work so just, because they all templatize everything exactly yeah so just being maybe wise and just curious which in fairness that is a that is a great hard thing mm -hmm. because it is out of, outside your comfort zone yeah it you know it's not suffering you're choosing it yeah but it is going to be hard to complete it's because to complete. unlike real estate unlike you know copywriting marketing mm -hmm. It is a concrete skill that you either have or don't. And you be either good or you're either on, good or on, bad on at it. On a spectrum, there's yeah. guys that are great at it and guys that suck at it. Who am I? Like, yeah. how do I develop it? Because we good... know in the realm of talking and communication, mm -hmm. you can be middling and convince people you're good. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I don't know. And, and you know, this is me to a T, right? I yeah. can't do anything physical. So of course I just go black and white. I'm like, well, I'll just do something. We'll just mental. do something mental, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I'll just, you know, right. funnel all this energy into a mental stretch. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I actually like that. I appreciate that. Hey. Um vulnerability. Yeah, vulnerability, man. I love you I, so uh, much. I love you too, it's man. Been a good I love you. I love you so much. Uh it is hard to describe. I was at a party and all I talked about was you. I I was with my wife and yeah. all I talked about was you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's go get some lunch. All right. Hey, I love you so much. We love all y'all so much. Yeah. Hey, hope, thank you for listening. I hope you listened all the way. <laughs> hope you listened all the way. And if if you're doing actual hard things, yeah. keep doing them. Keep if doing you them. think ice baths are hard, get out of the ice bath and go shut up for a minute. And yeah. do something really hard. Navigate to the review area on yeah. Apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah. Leave a review. Leave a review. Hit those stars. And you know what? We actually have this time. Uh, we've got stickers. Got stickers. We got stickers. We can send you. Send us DMs. It's gonna be yeah. a clunky process. Yeah, right now. it's gonna be super clunky. DM us at Texas Pod. Send us your address. We'll send you a sticker and a little thank you note. Share this episode or share this podcast with your friends. I know it's very hard and you'll suffer a little bit yeah. by. It's painful. It hurts the thumbs. Five you know? to ten text. Messages. I realize you have to navigate beyond one page. Mm-hmm. But it'll be worth it'll it. Be we, worth promise. It. We, we promise. We love all of y'all so much. Have a great Labor Day. See y'all next week. Bye, y'all. <laughs>